All right, all kindergarten through fifth grade, if you guys make your way to the front for your class, and then all those who are three, you can make your way to the back. As your leaders come forward. Hey, Lindsay, I want to take just a moment with the, the kids, if that's all right. Just a, just a second as they get up here. No, no, they don't have to sit down. Hey, guys, look up here real quick before you go down. This is December. Do you know what's so special? What are we celebrating here this December? Logan? Isn't that what that is there? You guys know what that manger scene? It's Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus. And so we say, hey, it's December. We're coming to Christmas. We're going to celebrate Jesus. I want to tell you something before you go down. I want you to remember this. Guess what? Guess what? We celebrate Jesus all the time. Right? Did you guys know that? We, we, I mean, everybody else, there's a lot of people who do it in December. We celebrate Jesus all the time. Every time we're here, we have the opportunity to celebrate Jesus. All right. Thanks, guys. You remember that. I'm going to ask you next week if you remember that, okay? All right. We'll see you later. All right, guys. All right. Thanks. Good to see you. All right. Advent. Advent. Arrival. Uh, it, that's, that's the basic meaning of the word. And so when we, when we say, hey, we're going to do Advent, uh, that's the focus of our celebration this month. See you, Logan. That, that's our focus for this, this month is the arrival of Jesus. And what a re great reason to, to celebrate. I appreciate uh, Jimmy and Joanne uh, coming up and, and just kind of beginning our service, giving us that focus this morning. So we're, we're going to be talking about hope this morning. Do you know what hope is? Do you know what hope is? Uh, uh, in my own simple definition, I would, I, trying to break it down, just make it as simple as possible. Hope is having a positive outlook for the future. Hope is that place of having a positive outlook for the future. In preparation for this, I, I was kind of wondering what, you know, uh, psychology, uh, websites, and things were saying about hope. And so some of the things I'm gleaning this morning uh, come from those websites. Matter of fact, here's the definition that's laid out in one of them. It says, hope can be a desire for something to happen, a, a wish for things to change for the better, or a particular dream or aspiration. That means, you know, that's where we get our expectations, even that anticipation because of what is coming, right? Uh, matter of and, and some of the things, the content that I read was really good, like, what is the benefit of hope or how important is hope? Uh, a, spe a, a particular uh, website that was called Psych Central. Psych Central said this about hope. It is important for us to have hope in our lives. Important for us to look positively into our future and is a major protective factor in helping us tackle potentially dangerous ideation and intrusive thoughts. I don't ever use that word ideation, but I know what it means, okay? That, that basically, I'd say it, it prevents, hope keeps us from that place of being cynical, you know, just not trusting, or, or that place of, of being depressed and, and going to that place of despair. That, that is absolutely the opposite of hope, those, th those things. There's a lot of people in this world who are cynical and depressed and are in despair. Did you notice that? 
Did you notice that? People in this world, hopefully, man, if you've been wrestling with some of those things, I especially want you to listen uh, to what Jesus has to tell us. But but before I do, uh, in their research, and and I, I think this is absolutely true, people who have high hope reported the following. People who have high hope have more positive emotions you know, things of happiness and, and joy, a stronger sense of purpose and meaning. They have lower levels of depression. They have less loneliness, which really ties in with that, that positive emotions. You know, people who have positive emotions, other people are drawn to them. You know, they, they, they're fun to be around or, or encouraging to be around. Uh, Also, what's noted here is people who have high hope have better health. They have better health, uh, better physical health. It also lists this, reduced risk of all-cause mortality. And I found it interesting in part of my reading. It said 20%, those those who who don't have that high hope, have 20% greater occurrence of uh, atherosclerosis. Sclerosis, that's the narrow, narrowing of the arteries, which someone who smokes a pack a day has that same difficulty. So people who don't have high hope or people who live in more depression and things like that, there's physical ills that go on within them. Uh, they have fewer chronic illnesses, lower risk of cancer, fewer sleep problems. So in the website saying, man, hope for people is important right? Emphasizes that. Where do we place our hope? Oh, thank you. Where we place our hope in Jesus. Matter of fact, within the scriptures that, that, that he has given us, uh, I, I want to look at a, a passage that actually comes towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount. Sermon on the Mount is that chapter 5, 6, and 7. Uh, in chapter 5, it talks about the Beatitudes, and then it follows into, you know, you are the salt of the earth, uh, the light of the world, and, you know, hey, don't cover that light. And, and it goes into so many other details about, you know, don't despair the things of this world. You know, if, if you put, put first your, your, your hope in, 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 in the kingdom or, or look, look to gain the kingdom first, and then everything else is going to be added to, you know, all that uh, is great content, in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Again, that's known as, as the, uh, uh, the, the, the Sermon on the Mount. Sermon on the Mount. Jesus preaches all these sermons. Uh, in, in chapter 7, verses 24 through 27, here's how Jesus, or here's how Matthew wrote the ending of this. Um, it says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain came and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does, does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. Uh, Here's some simple words of Jesus. And basically, he says where our foundation ought to be laid. He said, according to my words. We would say, not just his words, but Jesus. You know, that's where we find a rock, a solid foundation to be planted. Matter of fact... 
If I look at what Jesus says, uh, here's, here's what Jesus is to us. He is a set foundation, an established foundation for us to stand upon. Jesus is a sound or a, an established foundation for, for our lives to be set upon. Uh, for, for the things that we live for and, and, and how we conduct ourselves in this world. Jesus is that foundation for us to stand upon. I, I want us to look at this. He is our greatest hope. Jesus is absolutely our greatest hope. And, and I want to look at this passage, and I'm going to begin kind of backwards and, and, and step back. The, first, the second point was, was, you know, where the foolish man builds his house upon the sand. Nobody's going to do that. If you want a structure that's going to stand and, and exist uh, for a long time, you're not going to build anything upon the sand. And here's the point I want to make out of that. That hope placed in the things of this world is going to fail. Hope placed in the things of this world are going to fail. I want to go back to the website. Basically, I find there that the world thinks that hope is something that you create. It is something that you can create. Go back to that website, the, the, the Psych Central. It says, hope is the belief that your future will be better than today and that you're able to make it happen. You are able to make it happen. It involves optimism, motivation, and strategy. The best part about hope is that it's a learned skill. These words... With practice, you can develop a, a helpful attitude which will improve your mental and physical health and even reduce your risk of death. Okay? You know, I, I don't want to... Here, let me go through that again. Okay? The, the things you especially point out, here's where you get hope. It is something that you create that each one of us has the opportunity to create in our lives. And, and you need optimism. You, know, you need that positively. Positivity. Don't you love that word? I, I'm sorry. It's always kind of cringy when I hear someone say, well, all you need is to be positive. And, and so you need some positivity in your life. And there's some truth to that. I, I don't want to take away from it. But I always, I just to be honest with you, it's kind of a cringy word for me when I hear people talk about positivity. I want to ask, well, what foundation are you establishing that positivity? Well, let's move on. It's about being positive, about motivation and strategy. So there's some work to be done. The best part about hope is a learned skill. It's a learned skill. And then you practice it. It's like playing a piano. You know, you're going to be better at hope the more you work at hope. Just like playing a piano, you're going to you're going to play more, you know, just, just a, a better song on a piano if you practice more. That's what you tell your children. Hey, you're going to learn more if you just practice more. You know, that goes for sports or any other craft. You put more practice to it, you're going to get good at that. So if you, uh, you know, apply yourself, you could develop hope, and then you could learn how to have that hope. And that's coming from the world. And from the world... That, that's a hope with no foundation. That's a hope with no foundation. You establish that hope. You build that hope, and then you work at it. Matter of fact, uh, another place, another website said, hope is the willpower to change and the way power to bring about that change. 
That, that's what it's telling us about hope. And, and, and the world knows we need hope because it's a- absolutely important. I, I don't want to... There, there are actually some tips here I thought I'd, I'd kind of review for you. Some tips about hope. Where, where do they develop hope? And I do believe from the tips that the, the way that you could work uh, and, and develop uh, hope in yourself is by creating goals for yourself. That's what it is. It's creating goals. So, and, and man, there's, there's a lot of great goals out here. Here's what it goes into. Uh, think of your goals as exciting challenges. They'll give you some pep in your step. You know, say, my, my goal next year is I want to eat better. You know, I want to I eat better. I'm going to take some things out of my diet and put some good stuff in, take some bad stuff out. That's a great goal. Or I'm going to read more. Instead of watching TV, I'm going to read more. That's a great goal. There, there's some great goals out there. And, and when I achieve it, guess what? I'm encouraged. I'm strengthened. And, and when I finish that goal, what do I do now? Well, hey, let's create some more goals. And so my life consists of all the goals that I establish for myself. And that's possible that, man, I could live my life that way. As long as I keep on accomplishing and making over the goals. Here's, here's some other things that says you need to be flexible and creative. You know, brainstorming when you create your goals. You need to increase your motivation. You know, look, it goes into saying, talking about how you look back and what are the things that you've been able to accomplish in the past. Use that for some motivation. And, and uh, uh, then it goes to the places. Well, what happens when negative things happen while you're trying to achieve your goals? You know, there are roadblocks. It says expect roadblocks, but see yourself through. You know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, and, and you'll, you'll see yourself through. Persist even under stressful conditions. You know, when the wind and waves start hitting that building, you know, hey, stand strong. You know, endure it because you're going to be able to stand. Take it one step at a time is another part of that. Keep your goals high but realistic. Turn to humor. That's one of my favorite ones. Turn to humor because laughter increases our levels of hope. Did you know that? Um, gain strength from others. And, and there's, I, I, will, I will say there's some truth in this. Goal setting is great. And I'm not dissing on, on, on goal setting at all. I think even in, in, as believers and being established upon the rock, we, we establish our goals there, you know. Uh, Paul actually had a goal set to reach Spain with the gospel. So, so having an outlook and doing things on behalf of the kingdom is a great thing, or even concerning health or, or other things like that. But to conduct your life and to feel like we're established upon a, certain, a firm foundation because you create for yourself some kind of a goal, uh, again, I'll, I'll say it, that that kind of goal, the goal setting as, as our foundation to stand upon is no foundation at all. It's like the foolish man who built his house upon the sand, and when the winds came, and man, it just collapses. And it turns things into being cynical and turning to despair, things of dis- despair. Uh, Solomon said it in Ecclesiastes. You know, the great conclusion that Solomon had in there, I mean, he examined the world through all kinds of lenses, and his great conclusion was this, hey, the only thing we have in this world is to work hard, you know, to, to, to accomplish things through your work, and then to eat, drink, and be merry, because tomorrow you die. That's life. 
That's life. Create some goals around that. You know, live and, and even, you know, maybe even prolong your life, but the whole thing ends in one. We all end in the same place. We all die. We all die. Prolong your life. Die, death could come at any moment, any time. What foundation are you standing upon? Hope placed in Jesus is sound and secure. Again, Jesus, Jesus said that in this, this uh, uh, quick parable. He says, man, if you adhere to my words, if you hear, adhere to the things that I'm speaking, then, then that person is set upon a solid foundation, firm. Uh, that's for everyday life. Uh, let's look at what uh, Jimmy had read for us. Isaiah 9 and verse 2. Uh, the simple part of that, he is the light that shines in the darkness. Uh, in in 9.2 it says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. In part, we look at the people in the Old Testament. And the continuous rejection or disrespect or rebellion against God. Uh, most of the prophets uh, throughout the Old Testament... There, there is just a destruction is coming. Difficulty is coming. You're going to go into captivity. And it was filled with a lot of that. But, but throughout the prophets, there was always hope given. That's like it is here in Isaiah. Isaiah is filled with trouble is coming. But in 9 verse 2, it says, hey, listen, people who are walking in darkness have seen a great light. Israel was walking in darkness. Why? Because their continued rejection of God. Their continued... And, and what they were dealing with in life was yeah, the consequences of ignoring God. That, that, that sounds a lot like Romans chapter 1 beginning verse 18. If, you, if you're not familiar with that, read that sometime. That's life today. You want to see why, why the world looks so dark and ugly? Romans 1 verse 18. It basically says because, uh, because we've continued to ignore God or not our failure to acknowledge God, in 118 it says that's the reason God's wrath is here. And it's not with lightning bolts and terrible, uh, terrible uh, uh, earthly uh, conditions. It really comes with that we have to deal with our sinfulness. We're dealing with the circumstances of our own sinfulness. And the world is ugly. And guess what? The world around us is cynical. Man, they're not trusting. Oh, how many of you are really excited about this new election year that's coming up? Yay! Because that's going to fix everything. Woohoo! Yeah, we're going to get the right guy in the office. And no, I don't put my... Yeah, the cynical world is looking at it and thinking, no, no. And the truth is, I, I don't know of anybody I'd put in office and say, it's all fixed. The world is all wonderful again. No. Honestly, I think the only one, I'm going to stand on that foundation of Jesus. That, that's where my hope is through this next year and the years to come and the days to come and the months to come. All through this election year, it's going to be upon Jesus. It's going to be upon him. Uh, the people who live in darkness, man, they were despairing uh, and, and they were in dark, dark circumstances because of their own sinfulness. But they have seen a great light and Jesus has come. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government, listen, the government, the control shall be upon 
his shoulders and his name will be called wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace of the increase of his government uh, and of peace there will be no end where we establishing our hope upon the one who comes to govern till the Till, uh, for, forevermore. Actually, I should go ahead and read the rest. Uh, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. That, that is a foundation I could stand on. That's a foundation that says whatever the circumstances may come and that I might face, that I could stand against that, Right? Uh, verse 25, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on that rock. Excuse me, on the rock, the rock, Jesus Christ. I, I thought about a song, I do this every once in a while, uh, but, but it, is, it is a song absolutely written according to this text, and you'll, you'll be familiar with it. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. That's all I needed. But that message, I, when, when we think about the hope, do, do you understand what I mean? That, that Jesus has given us a hope, not one we've created. It's been one that we could stand upon. It's a, it's a hope that has been given to us. In his coming, Jesus has given us a, a hope that we stand upon. Our hope is built upon his death and his resurrection. He lives today. A little, little bit of celebration of Easter and Christmas together. What? No, you can't do that. Got to keep those things separated. I told the kids, we separate them all the time for those two of things. That he came, he died, and he lives today. And he's seated upon an eternal throne. And we get to be a part of that kingdom. We get to be a part of that kingdom. Uh, the final point I want to make is, is just that. How does that affect our today? How does that affect our tomorrow? We can face tomorrow with our hope placed in Jesus. We can absolutely face today and tomorrow and whatever's coming for each of us because Jesus has established such a foundation for us to stand upon. upon. I, I want to go back to the list that I read, you know, the benefits of hope because there's truth in what was said, absolute truth. Uh, there, there are positive emotions when we're, uh, upon that rock of Jesus, and we're following after him. Oh, what, what are the emotions that, that come from those who believe? Well, let's see. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness. All, all those things come out of us when we're following after Jesus. That's, that's a life that's built upon the hope of Christ, and it's coming out of us. It is also that stronger sense of purpose and meaning. A stronger sense of purpose and meaning with Jesus as our hope. Uh, I think back last week, <clears throat> a lot of us weren't here, 
But we went through that uh, Acts chapter 17 where Paul and Silas, uh, for doing a good thing, you know, casting a demon out of a slave girl, were beaten and put in prison. And what do we see them doing at midnight? Sulking and licking their wounds and oh, woe is me. None at all. What we see is the evidence of the hope that they were living. They were, they were praying and giving praise to God through hymns. Singing uh, at, at, at midnight in this prison. Uh, just lifting their hearts up in praise in, in such circumstances. Are you serious? The truth is this. When Jesus is our hope and we're standing upon that foundation, nothing can remove you from that. No one can remove that hope from you when you've established your hope in Jesus. Again, it's not something that you created. It's something that was created and given to us because God loves us. He sent his son to die for us. And we stand upon that great foundation. I don't know what you're facing, but it cannot be taken away as you establish that, that place to stand upon Jesus, to follow after him. Listen. It cannot be taken from you, but you could definitely share it. Talking about meaning and purpose, our hope can be given away. Our hope can be, we could, we could spread that good news to, again, to a world that is in darkness. Can we identify that? The world around us is, is just dark, and I think it's getting darker with a lot of directions that society continues to go in. But in that darkness, guess what? That light of Christ is able to shine. Again, that, that, that first chapter uh, of the Sermon on the Mount, he says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You have that opportunity in Christ to be that light in this world. That light doesn't come out of you. It's not something you created. Again, it comes from this foundation that you stand upon. It comes from Jesus, out of him. Aren't you glad that Jesus called us to, to be able to share that light. We could be not, not just people of his kingdom, but his light bearers to take that message to a world that is hurting and very much needs it. The hope we have in Jesus is our reason for celebration. This hope we have in Jesus is our reason for celebration. We celebrate the fact that he came into this world and he went to the cross. He died on our behalf and he, and he lives Therefore, that promise, man, if we're like him in his death, we're going to be like him in his resurrection. Yay! <laughs> there's a reason we celebrate this hope. And there's a reason we could stand against the things, the ugliness of this world is because he came and he died for us. But that's not all. We also have ahead of us the promise of his coming again. We celebrate not only that he came, but he's coming to complete his work in you and I. It's going to be made and perfected within us when he comes. Oh, glorious day, right? Oh, glorious day. This is our life. Uh, our lives built upon a foundation that is given to us because Jesus came into this world and he died and he lives today. And I can put my confidence in that. Uh, one, one last statement I, I want to leave you before we enter into our communion. Jesus is our greatest hope. Life with Christ is an endless hope. Without him, a hopeless end. I don't know who wrote that, but I thought that was, man, very pointed and very true. Jesus is our greatest hope. We're going to celebrate him. Before we do, let's pray. 
Father in heaven, we praise you and we thank you again for Jesus. Lord, as we enter into the season that though the world around us is celebrating what they call Christmas, Christ is part of that, Lord. And, and there is such a truth that we celebrate this every day. Those of us who have established ourselves upon uh, that rock, that rock of Jesus' word, that rock of Jesus' life, he is the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, you have allowed us to, to come and to partake of, 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 of his death and, and, Lord, also his resurrection. We are your, your kingdom people. We are your children. And so, Father, we celebrate him today together. We praise you, Lord, for the love that, that you've revealed to us in his coming. And we just ask, Lord, that as we celebrate, that we celebrate well. And, and just being open and honest before you. And then, Father, take that opportunity to take it into the world. God, you're good to us, and we give you praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.